Tell me, break it down. Welcome to the revolution. You want to hear it? You wanted it. Give it to me. We delivered it. You guys sound tight. Booyah! Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. (laughs) Really interesting to listen to. For over 16 years, we are the voice of outdoor radio and the pulse of a nation. Yeah, turn it up. Let's crank it up! Let's go! Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. Here we go. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. The suspect is not a man, but a bear. Authorities believe they have a killer grizzly on their hands, an animal who has already taken down one person. I don't like all the bear stories I've been hearing. Torn and bloody clothing out on the river. There were signs of a struggle. The grizzly bear is believed to have attacked because she was protecting her cub. Backcountry hikers are advised to keep at least a quarter mile from any known grizzlies. Don't be super stealthy. You know, watch your scent. The best survival tip, of course, is to avoid them. But as one pair of hunters learned, if you're attacked, fight with everything you've got. There's no way to kill it. We're chasing bear. You guys ever wonder why we play like the most frightening sound bites we do bear shows? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do it old Timothy Treadwell style. No, you just uh, learn from their mistakes. Don't get eaten. Yeah, I guess so. The moral of the story. You know, <laughs> you guys remember? I don't know. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, he was like 44 years old. The guy Brandon Johnson. It was outside, I think, like Sandstone, Minnesota, or something. Uh, he was trailing a black bear. Do you remember the story? No. That his buddy shot. And he thought it was his buddy in the bushes. Make a long story short, the bear actually attacked him. Oh, my God. Um, but earlier that day or the day before, he actually had this, like, cheap $8 knife he bought at a roadside stand. The bear, like, crunched a whole bunch of his bones and, and really messed him up, but he stabbed the bear to death. Really? And so he was like, no way. Yeah, it was a 525-pound black oh bear. My oh, my God. Or, did you guys hear the story of, his, like, Gene Moe there in a Kodiak Island? No. Where he was, he shot a, uh, a was black bear. Larry and Curly in there? Yeah, definitely. Um, they died first. No, he shot a, a blacktail deer, and then this 750-pound brown bear, Kodiak oh, brown my bear, God. attacks the guy. He can't get to his rifle in time, but he did stab this bear a couple times with his 110 buck folding knife. But no, so he had this guy that told him, like, things are going bad. He's really messed up. He doesn't have his knife anymore. And somebody told him that if you hit a bear square in the nose as hard as you can, it'll stop it. So this bear is charging him, like, coming in for the kill. Uh, It's already messed him up really bad. And he swings as hard as he can to hit the bear in the nose, misses, hits the bear underneath the eye. The bear drops dead. No (laughs) way! He he squared off. He was like Mayweather and McGregor. Oh, my God! (laughs) He just, the 750-pound bear, and they recovered and everything. He just one hit, boom. No kidding. Boy, talk about a lucky jab. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so a roundhouse. Alright, so let's talk. We're t- we are talking spring bear hunting on this week's show. It's going to be so much fun. We're actually going to be joined by, and these are going to be positive stories, folks. <laughs> uh, so don't worry. No more bear attack stories. Uh, Nicole Reeves, she's the co-host alongside Mr. Pat of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to tune in or get the My Outdoor TV app. Uh, then Mike Stroff. And he is with uh, Savage Outdoor. Yeah, it is on Sportsman Channel Tuesdays as well, so watch uh, Pat and Nicole 9.30 and then flip over to Sportsman Channel. Uh, Tuesdays at 10, you can watch Savage Outdoors. Now, he's going to stick around for a two-part. 
Uh, he's going to be giving us some tips on bear hunting and then I think kind of relive uh, uh, inland. A mountain grizzly hunt. Oh, mountain grizzly. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Jerry Courtney, he's the vice president of marketing there at Ranch Hand. He's going to tell us how we can accessorize our trucks with some BA accessories from a ranch hand. Yeah, awesome. you can hit a bear and I don't that could damage your truck. Don't recommend it. <laughs> but you could, folks, if you want to try. And then, Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? Uh, best dates for spring bear hunting, boys. Ooh. 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 We double ood. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, anyway, sorry. The Mrs. Bunny Spring Bear Guide. Uh, it's brought to you by Sticky Holsters. Mrs. Bunny hunts bear with a switchblade while blindfolded. That girl will tear out your heart, put it in a blender, and hit frappe. Mrs. Bunny and her bear hunting prowess is brought to you by Sticky Holsters. See how they're redefining concealment at stickyholsters.com. Okay, Montana boys, their black bear population sits between 9,000 and 17,000 black bears. Whoa! It um, is a spot and stock destination and probably one of the best in the lower 48. You can't use um, bait, you cannot use dogs, so this is exclusively spot and stock. Can you but, use knives? Yeah, <laughs> but there is a good population there to be had, especially if you're willing to go into the backcountry. If you're going to Montana, um, focus your attention on Fergus County, mm. um, Meager County, and um, that South Central um, Meager County there with uh, the highest black bear population in the state. Now, like in Alaska, what is the population? I know it's Well, like that's what crazy. I was going to go to now. So from Montana, you have nine to 17,000 um, black bears. In Alaska, the black bear population is roughly 100,000. Oh! So making it kind of like the holy grail of black bear hunting, right? Like a thousand percent increase. You can shoot up to three bears a year in Alaska as long as they're in the appropriate areas. But that, that includes spring and fall. You can also hunt with dogs. You can hunt over bait. You can hunt from a boat or a snow machine. If you're at a complete stop before shooting, there's a lot of opportunity in Alaska. From a goat, from a train, from a plane. <laughs> uh, now, just because there are a ton of bears in Alaska doesn't mean that every location is going to have them, uh, particularly along the coast. You're going to have a lot more bears. Um, you also have a high density of brown bears there as well. So you're going to add a little bit of excitement to your hunt. If is you this them. all over the counter? A lot of them are, yes. Really? Yeah. Cool. Um, Idaho, black bear population between twenty and 25,000 black bears. Um, Idaho's top That's trophy county since 2000 has been Idaho County with four bears qualifying for Boone and Crockett record book. Uh, there's a lot of mountainous country and public land, so this is um, a very much accessible to the public. Outfitters in the region have boasted um, of two and a half black bears per square mile, so there's a lot of bears. Really? Yeah. The color of the bears in this region tend to be blonde, cinnamon, and like a reddish chocolate. Now, I did hear, correct me if I'm wrong, do you guys know this? If you want your best chance at a color phase bear, is actually New Mexico. It is, really. yeah. I'm pretty sure They I don't forget. have a spring season, though, but yeah, no. they have more color phase bears in New Mexico. New Mexico is kind of a sleeper bear state, I think, really. Because um, okay. they're hibernating right now. Now, this isn't lower 48, so I leave this for last, but British Columbia, there's no doubt that they have a lot of black bear. Under, I mean, when you've gone hunting, you've done so in Canada. Um, their black bear population in British Columbia is 120 to 160,000 black bears. Oh, oh man, they, they is, outweigh Alaska? That is one quarter of all the bears in Canada they have there in British Columbia. Jeez, OP. Yeah, the, tr the top trophy areas um, are Queen Charlotte Islands and Vancouver Island, but there's also a lot of seven-foot bears taken by spot and stock methods around the coast, you know? Did you say Queen Charlotte Islands? <laughs> yeah. Is that what... <laughs> If you run into a bear, you probably will. If <laughs> all you have is a knife. <laughs> okay. Uh, there in particular, uh, you can uh, use 
spot and stock methods or you can use hounds. And during the spring, you should concentrate on the green up areas, logging roads, cut blocks, south facing slopes, and also um, hone in on the fact that during calving season, which is now, you know, oh, black yeah. bears take on a personality that where they like to prey on the freshly born. And this is the point in time where you could use distress calls to bring in boars. Um, so think about that. It's um, put it on your bucket list. Maybe think about next year um, putting British Columbia or Canada in general on your bear hunting list. Mm, I like to take Jimbo and rub his entire body down in baby oil and peanut butter. Yes, and I do too. He just does it for fun and have him run through the woods. <laughs> that wasn't funny, guys. All right, so you know, Mr. Bunny, are you done? I'm done, guys. I think you're done, Jimbo. <laughs> All right, so don't go anywhere. We're going to be joined right after the break by the talented, the awesome, the huntress, Mr. Cole Reeve herself. She's the co host alongside Mr. Pat, driven with Pat and Nicole Ware on Outdoor Channel. That's right, every single Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But this has been brought to you by Sticky Holsters. See how they are redefining concealment at stickyholsters.com. Mrs. Bunny, thank you so much. You bet, boys. I'll see you later. We'll see you right after this. All right, got to get to a break. Nicole Reeves, she's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Don't get eaten by a bear. Nicole Reeve. You know, I mean, you see them coming, and honestly, when you see an animal of that caliber coming, you know you have a bow and arrow. Of course, you have guns on both sides of you, but you know that they're going to be in bow distance that close. You know, he ended up being 15 steps from us. I don't know. I just didn't really have enough time to get scared. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is proud to be in your butt pocket wherever you go. Wait, what? I mean, with JimandTrav.com, you can take the revolution everywhere. Log on now and stay put. The revolution will return after these important messages. Never fear. The Beards are here. Now, every weeknight at a new time. 6 Eastern. Let the party begin! Louisiana's first family. You're going to have so much fun. Living the American dream. Being a wealthy redneck does have its advantages. A full hour of Duck Dynasty. Now weeknights at 6. Mission accomplished. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV. The all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at yamahamotorsports.com msrp subject to change atvs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older yamaha recommends an approved training course see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887 atvs can be hazardous to operate i spy a black pickup truck oh come on how about something a little easier okay i spy error-free forms fast atf processing a 90-day money-back guarantee and the largest inventory in the industry hmm i spy powered by that's right. With over 300 powered by silencer shop retailers nationwide, there's always one close by. Is that easy enough for you? Ha! <laughs> Almost too easy. Demand powered by. Shop our industry-leading inventory at silencershop.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis back. This week, we're spring bear hunting. Now, here's Nicole Reeve, co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're talking spring bear hunting on this week's show. Before the break, we had Mrs. Bunny on. We did? And she was telling us about the best states to hunt spring bear. I had no idea that Alaska had that many uh, black bears. I didn't either. That's pretty cool. Or how about Vancouver Island? <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> that crazy Canadians, I'll tell you what. All right, so we are just 
now being joined by Nicole Reeves. She is like the Ronda Rousey of the hunting world. Holy cow. Knock your teeth out. She's the only lady that can give Mrs. Bunny a run for her money. Oh, I would like to see that. I'm going to put money on Nicole. We got to put the, oh, that was cold. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, Miss Nicole Reeves, she is the co-host alongside Mr. Pat, driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel. Every single Tuesday night, you have to watch it, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, or you can just download the My Outdoor TV app. Yeah, it's absolutely free. Free right now. Mrs. Nicole, how's it going? Hey, boys, how are you? And you know, you gave me an awful lot of pep there. I don't know about that. (laughs) She's the ultimate fighter. Now, I want to tell you this. Spot and stock for Alaskan brown bear with a bow isn't necessarily the dream of most women, Uh, but most women aren't like Nicole Reeve. That's right. Um, Now, you have to tell us, this was a bucket list hunt. Now, we're going back a couple years, but this was a bucket list hunt for you. Um, it was. Now, now, set this up for us. You were actually hunting. Your guide was Rebecca Francis. Talk about a once-in-a-lifetime hunt right there going with her. But you Absolutely. were hunting with Alaska Outfitters, correct? Correct, yes. Her and then um, another very accredited guy, Cole Kramer, that also guides. He guides a ton in Kodiak. Um, of course, this was in the Upper Peninsula. But, um, you know, it was phenomenal. I mean, you sit there, you really just sit on a spotting knob for hours and hours and hours on end. And you can see for miles and miles and miles. And, you know, we're seeing tons of bears. And finally, we saw this one bear. And really, brown bear hunting's tough because you really only get one chance. Because once you get down off of that knob, you lose your visual of where the bear is. So you're really trying to just figure out and trying to play their game, cat and mouse, of where you think they're going to go and where they're headed to. And he was coming down the riverbank. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things. You lose your visuals and you get down in there. And as you guys, I'm sure, know, bears use their sense of smell. That is their most, you know, high sensory that they use is their smell. And once you get down in there and you leave your scent out across the riverbed and everything else, forget it as far as any other bears. It's days before your scent is out of there. Oh, wow. So, you know, you want to make sure you get it right when you do decide for your stock to go after. And thank the Lord for Cole and Rebecca because, you know, they devised a plan. They saw this bear. They've hunted this area before, so they kind of knew the bear travel patterns, things like that, of where, you know, past bears that they've seen and watched and hunted and things like that go. And that's exactly what we did. You know, we just started traversing across the big swamps, you know, and we've got our hip waders on and it's mucky and you're going through there, you know, and you're in the brushes up over your head, the willow brush, and, you know, it's over your head. You can barely see in front of your face and you finally get out there and we get out there just in time and Cole spots something coming through the willows and you know of course here out he comes and I'm the type of person that I can hold it together until after the shot and then after the shot forget it <laughs> now, now there's one more I'm a puddle yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. just a mess so you know I mean you see him coming and honestly when you see an animal of that caliber coming you know you have a bow and arrow of course you have guns on both sides of you but you know that they're going to be in bow distance that close you know he ended up being 15 steps from us wow. and yes and you know I mean I don't know I just didn't really have enough time to get get scared, if that makes sense, right? Because you know you have to place your arrow in the perfect spot. You only get one opportunity, one chance. You spot this bear. He's coming. It all happens so fast that really, in all essence, you're just really focused in, and and that's exactly what happened. But like I said, after the shot, completely different story. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when, when you first spotted him to where you shot him, how far did you have to travel in order to get to him? 
Um, close to a mile. All right, so we're hanging out and talking all things bear hunting uh, with Nicole Reeve, co-host well, alongside Mr. Pat, driven with Pat Nicole on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you have to tune in and watch it or get the My Outdoor TV app. Now, kind of set this up because this isn't like you were staying at the Hyatt, uh, Miss Nicole. <laughs> this was like, imagine the middle of nowhere. We'll go 100 miles past that and you might run into Pat Nicole. <laughs> This was like <laughs> desolate. It was cold, rough conditions. You, you kind of make it sound like a bit of a walk of the park for you guys. But I mean, but you're you're you always err on the side of the glass is half full with you guys. You know, right. you guys say if it very, is half full. She puts in a smaller glass and it's full. Yeah, you guys are very <laughs> positive and you always look on the bright side of things. But this was not an easy hunt. No, you know, it wasn't. It's funny because, like, just, you know, the day before, Rebecca and I are down in the stream on the other side of our spotting knob, and we're standing in our hip waders. It's warm enough to finally wash our hair, but our hair is still freezing. <laughs> we're washing it. So we're standing in hip waders in the middle of the stream, and her and I both can't stand our greasy hair any longer. So we are like, bent over, you know, washing our hair, and it's freezing as we're washing it. But you know what? We're like, we can't stand it. we got to wash it. You know, it is what it is. I mean, I guess now doing this for so long and going on these remote hunts, you know, I mean, last year in Northwest Territories, I mean, we went on a sheep hunt and literally we hiked 117 miles in eight days. My, oh. pack, was eight, my pack was 85 pounds, but, um, you know, I mean, yeah, 117 miles in eight days, you know, we didn't shower for eight days. It's, it is what it is. Like the more you do it, the more it just makes you very thankful when you do get back to civilization, you don't take those small things for granted. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, you could go goat hunting then while not showering for eight been, days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah smell Same like thing. a goat. You know, Axe needs to come out with a new scent called Driven. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be awesome. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we have Mr. Mike Stroff. Uh, he's a host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel every single Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Mike is coming up next. Now, real quick, Mr. Cole, before we get to a break, to learn more about you and Mr. Pat, uh, Driven with Pat and Nicole, your, your partners, where you're going to be going, where can we find you online? So we have, of course, all of our social media pages, Driven with Pat and Nicole, and, um, and then, of course, DrivenHunter.com is our website they can check out. But like I said, social media is probably the most prevalent these days of people being able to catch up with our day-to-day -day stuff. You bet. Hey, uh, does Pat actually check for tan lines in Alaska? <laughs> no. Hey, I'm not going to respond to that one about that. So. <laughs> Well, not that you look. Driven with Pat Nicole right. on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, gets my Outdoor TV app. You can watch them whenever you want. Got to get to a break. Mike Stroff is on deck. Mr. Cole, you're so awesome. God bless you guys. Stay safe Thank out there. Thank you guys as well. Have a great spring. Thanks, boys. Spring bear hunting. Don't go nowhere because we're hunting bear. And coming up next is Big Mike Stroff. Heck yeah! Woo-hoo! Say who? Who's that? Mike Strauss. Okay. Thanks. More sunrises. Boo. More pictures of food. Yuck. Exactly. Get the stuff you really want to see by following Jim and Trav on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these short messages. I pack almost everything I own into one of those boats. This is Major League Fishing. Kind of like opening a Christmas present. You just wait for the surprise. 24 anglers. Not always how you start, how you finish. One challenge select champion. Let's go! Major League Fishing Geico selects. Saturday at 2 Eastern.
on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. You know, Trev, there's nothing worse than a junk show in the bed of your truck, which is why we're so fired up about deck. That's right, man. Keep the junk in your trunk, not in your truck. All right, so deck truck bed storage systems, man, they give you two full bed link drawers for storing and organizing your tools, your guns, gear, ammo, camo, you name it, Jimbo, Decked can store it. And Decked has a 2,000-pound load rating and can hold up to 200 pounds of tools, gear, and other stuff per drawer. You know, Decked is also weatherproof and secure. Now, you said it, Jimbo. And with Decked, you get storage and organization, and you can still use your truck bed like, well, a truck. Yeah. Decked. It's 100% made in the USA, so check them out at Decked.com. That's D-E-C-K-E-D.com. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav, hunting for spring bear. Now, here's a two-part interview with Mike Stroff, host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel, brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Visit them online at cinchjeans.com. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring bear hunting on this week's show. Before the break, we had Nicole Reeve on there. On there? Yeah, she was on there. Yeah. She's not on there anymore, folks. What a great story about her taking this big brown bear, what, at 15 steps. I was puckered the whole time. I'll tell you what, I could never do that. I couldn't get off this chair. I was so puckered. All right, so we're just now being joined by Stroff. Mike Stroff. Oh, oh, he is the James Bond of the bear hunting girls. Six and a half. (laughs) That's right. Uh, he's like double dot 338 or something. I don't know. Anyways, Mike Stroff, he is the host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Tuesdays, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Such a fun show. Make sure you get the My Outdoor TV app, though. You can watch all past episodes. Um, you know, kind of interesting. Jim and I are watching, uh, I think yesterday Great or little video. Great little video where you're talking about up and close bear hunting. Like when you're hunting over bait, how you prefer iron sights uh, for the quick and easy sight acquisition. Also, uh, when you're walking in your stand, you know, got that or bait. coming out. Yeah. Either way, uh, especially in grizzly country for self-defense. So is that what you would recommend to a lot of novice newbie hunters or for guys like Jumbo and I that want to live, just want to live? <laughs> uh, would you recommend the more simple, traditional route? Is that a good way to go? Well, you know, I can go both ways with that question. So I'll explain what I mean by that. For someone that is very familiar with rifles, does a lot of shooting, you know, has got some experience and can handle shooting an iron sight rifle well, Absolutely. And the reasons I say that are like you were talking about. When you're walking into a stand or you're walking down a salmon stream in Alaska and chasing brown bears and all of a sudden you've got to defend yourself, you need something for quick sight acquisition and to be able to make a shot that matters, you know, and actually protect yourself. And so with iron sights, it's really quick. You know, something's bearing down on you. As long as you get your front sight aligned quickly, you can make a shot a lot faster trying to turn a scope power down and find something in the scope and then be able to make a shot by then he's eating on it. So (laughs) I'm big on uh, iron sights for that type of stuff. Uh, Even some of the baited hunts, you know, a lot of these uh, baits that these guys will set up, especially in Canada, it's that dark, intense, you know, timber where, I mean, if you can see 75 yards, that's a long way. Typically these things are 40, 50 yards away and you don't need a scope for those types of shots. That's actually perfect for iron sights. So, uh, again, you can you, you can make it work, and that way, uh, I've shot lots of bears with iron sight uh, rifles. Um, you know, in in low light, you don't have to worry about your optic drawing light. If you've got enough light to be able to see your front sight, you can shoot. 
so there's another advantage to iron sights. And that way, if we do get charged, I can throw this stick straight on the ground and swing that around, and I've got something. <laughs> to Thank you. <laughs> something a little heavier. All right, so Mr. Mike Stroff, he is the host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel uh, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Now, you know, a lot of guys and gals, especially if they haven't bear hunted before, uh, when they think of hunting over bait, oh, that's such an easy hunt, blah, blah. I mean, we've all heard the same rhetoric. Um, but that's just not the case. It is a very trying hunt. You can sit for a long time on stand in some brutal conditions, but it's just not a walk in the park, is it? No, not at all. And I mean, brutal conditions, first thing in the spring, you know, you can deal with some of the worst bug conditions that you could possibly have anywhere in the world without <laughs> on the bear stand. So yeah. that can make the days really, really long. So take your thermocells for sure. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, I've done black bear hunts, and it really depends on where you're hunting. The more remote an area you get, you know, especially up north, you know, you're going to have more bears, and, and the bears are uh, not as pressured. Uh, but if you're hunting black bears anywhere that they've got a little bit of pressure on them, they're very smart animals, and they can be very hard to get to come into a bait. They come in there, if you've got them hitting the bait every day, and they've been hitting it for a month or two months, so they know exactly what everything around that bait looks like. The first time there's something different, if it's a big mature bear, if he's been around for a couple bear seasons, they definitely know something's up. And they could be, they'll sit out there, and I've seen them just sit down on their butt in the brush, 100 yards away, just sit there and look at you, because they know that thing in the tree was there last week when he was hitting his bait and it can make it super hard and they just won't come in you don't take them days or if they smell you they get the wind your wind and they just know something that hasn't been there ever before i'm not going in there today and you know yeah sometimes you can see younger bears uh you know they'll still come in and commit but those big bears the ones you're really looking for it can be just as tough as any spot stock hunt. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I found out on the hunts that I've been on, hard thing to do is to judge the size of the bear because, you know, you and I were not raised hunting bear. I mean, I wasn't. Maybe you were. Sure. But, uh, no. you know, when you're looking at that bear and he's as big as a 55-gallon drum that he's eating out of, uh, you think, well, geez, that's a big bear. But really, it's not when you're looking at the size of the head, maybe how wide the ears are, uh, you know, whatever. I've uh, got a slim neck, small bear. Well, you know, you're, you're right about the baited hunts. It makes it a little bit easier to be able to judge and, and pass on bears that you should pass on. Like on a spot stock hunt, you find a bear and you go chasing after it. It's the one bear standing there. It's the only bear you've seen. It's kind of like, that's my bear. I got to take him. Where, where a lot of times you walk up and that ground streak just kicks in and you're like, oh, that's not as big a bear as I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, on those, we've all done that, you know, and on these baited hunts, um, the bears are closer. By having a barrel or some type of bait scenario there, you do have a reference as to how tall the bear stands. Uh, and, and a lot of times you'll have multiple bears come into a bait. And if you do that, then you got something to compare it to. It's so different at whitetail hunting or anything else. If I got a, a nice 10 point stand in there, it's 120 and a 150 inch 10 walks out right next to him. I can tell the difference, you know, and it's no different with those bears that, you know, when they come into the bait, if you got a 200 pound, you know, smaller boar standing there, and then a big 450-pound boar comes in, it's obvious which bear is the big bear. Uh, you know, it makes it easy, a lot easier to judge them. Yeah. Hey, uh, we've got to take a break and pay some bills. Can you stick around for a second part? Yeah, sure. All right, Mike Stroff, he is the host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel. You have to watch it every single Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, uh, get the My Outdoor TV app. You can watch it whenever you want on the go. Now, Mr. Mike, before we get to a break, man, where can we find you online? Uh, SavageOutdoors.tv. Uh, and then, you know, of course, follow us on Facebook and 
Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, Savage Outdoors and The One. It's a combined page for our two shows. And you are constantly updating content over there and keeping everybody up to speed on what we're doing. You bet. Hey, coming up next is part two with old Mike Stroff. That's right. And this has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out, cinchjeans.com. Mike Stroff, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Mrs. Bunny's bear hunting stats are brought to you by Decked Truck and Van Storage Systems. Visit them at Decked.com. Bear hunting stats. In the year 2011, 11 million Americans hunted deer. That same year, only 500,000 hunters sought out black bears. Although black bear populations are healthy and growing, they have liberal hunting regulations and relatively little competition in either spring or fall seasons, they are still not hunted by the masses. However, they are more than worthy of our attention and make a great addition to the freezer. Unlike that walk of shame last night... You won't regret checking out JimandTrav.com. Archive shows, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buyer bust, Mrs. Bunny, and expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will be right back. Fish stories. Sometimes they're true. One man is determined to travel the country in search of the large mouth of legends. I've been told that there's been an 18-plus pounder. I don't know if it's an alligator or a giant fish out here. Every cast of my anxiety is just through the roof. I see it getting close. It's got it. I think it's a big one. Aunt Defoe is on the hunt for monster bass. Monday, 7.30 p.m., only on Outdoor Channel. Meet Sid. Sid doesn't text back. Sid does simplify suppressor ownership. Meet Sid. The new interactive kiosk that makes the fingerprinting and paperwork of silencer applications quick, easy, and pain-free. If you're ready to own a silencer, make time to meet Sid, your new buddy in the silencer business. Available at selected Powered by Silencer Shop retailers. Celebrating 25 years in business, High Mountain Seasonings has released its 25th Jerky Kit for 25 years. Try our new Spicy Lime Kit today. It is sure to be a hit. See our complete line of products at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's spring bear hunting this week. Now let's rejoin the boys and Mike Stroff, host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hi, folks. We are back. We're talking spring bear hunting, and this is part two with Mike Stroff. Mike Stroff, and he has a program called Savage Outdoors. It's on Sportsman's Channel, uh, 10 o'clock Tuesday nights. That's right, Eastern Easter time. time. And you can also get the Buy Outdoor TV app and uh, watch all the episodes you want. Yeah, now, I just read an article. And I watched you read the article. Yeah. <laughs> My lips moved. <laughs> That's right. You read it, That's how you knew I was still alive. Now, the fact of the matter is, in reading the article, man, it was a grueling hunt. And uh, why don't you tell us about it? Because, you know, not many people realize that you really walked that far. Yeah, you're actually going after the inland uh, mountain grizzly. That was a a tough hunt, dude. Well, yeah, we were on a a mountain grizzly hunt, an inland grizzly, up in the Brooks Range. And we we had this scheduled as a 10- to 12-day trip. We had basically spent eight days sitting up on this big hill in the middle of tundra land, you know, (laughs) looking at the same stuff every day and it's all... 
nothing but caribou, uh, not a single bear anywhere. And you could see for miles. Um, we spotted a bear on that afternoon and it was early afternoon, you know, and he was probably literally about four miles from us. It just looked like a little ant out there on the horizon walking across the ridge. And there was a, the guy was talking about how the river ran through there and man, there's just no telling where that bear was going to go. And probably wasn't even realistic. I said, man, we've been sitting here eight days. I want to go get him. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's do um, something. Yeah. And I mean, even if we don't get it, let's just go, you know, so. We packed up, and he looked at me and said, you do realize what kind of hike this is going to be at a minimum, you know, seven, eight-mile round trip? And I, I, I didn't want to sit there glassing anymore. Let's go. Uh, and so we took off after this thing, and when we got over where we had last seen the bear, we couldn't find him. We couldn't get – you know, that tundra can just be flat, and you can't – there's no terrain to get elevated to be able to see anything. And we just didn't know where he had gone. And so about three-quarters of a mile away, there was, there was a pretty good ridge there. So we, we humped over there as fast as we could, got up on that ridge, and started glassing. Uh, it took us about a half hour, and we finally spotted him. He was about a mile from us, and he was basically just going down this riverbank. Um, and so our only chance was to get in front of this bear. Well, when those grizzlies, they want to cover country, you can't chase them. I mean, it's impossible. They can really cover some ground. You know, and really, I mean, it's, it's just, it's hard to keep up. I mean, even if you're almost running, they walk that fast. So, I mean, you know, if he's got a steady pace, you're just not going to catch him. And, uh, the guy reminded me of that because it was about four o'clock in the afternoon at that point, you know, and I said, let's go, you know, and so we took <laughs> off and we, we were able to keep it, our eyes on him for most of this walk, chasing, but he was walking away from us and we weren't gaining much. It was like we were kind of staying at that same distance away and it, it was like eventually this thing's got to stop and feed or stop taking a nap or do something or, or, we're, or we're not going to catch him or we're going to get back to camp way after dark. And we got up to this little ridge line that dropped off it where the river really dropped off a real steep bank and we got to that point where we couldn't see him. And we sat there and it was like, gosh, he's got off the river, had to have got off the river. And because we could see down for at least a mile down the riverbank, it's a big rock shale area. And oh, wow. there was just nothing. And, you know, there was some trees and stuff, you know, small stuff. But, I mean, sitting there that long, we should have seen, you know, he just, he was gone. And we literally were about to give up and go, well, with the distance we've got back to camp. And both, all of us were pretty tired of the cameraman and the guide. Everybody kind of, it was pretty, you know, hard force march. We went on trying to keep up with his bear. I just walked up to that rim and looked down on the river, and that bear was below us. <laughs> we, we had sat there that whole time with that bear less than 100 yards away. And had no some, way! Yeah. So uh, I quickly backed up, grabbed the guy, you know, said, hey, he's right here. You know, and uh, we kind of slid up to the edge. Well, the hard part was trying to, trying to hunt is different than trying to hunt film. And we yeah. cannot get the camera on a tripod high enough to see over this bank without just totally showing ourselves. And, you know, if the bear even remotely looked our direction, we'd be screwed, you know, it'd be all over. So uh, we had to be super patient, let the bear get back up. We're losing light. And he gets up and starts digging for a ground squirrel or something. And it looks like a cartoon, literally. He's just, his front paws are going as hard as they possibly can, throwing dirt a 10 foot up over his head. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I, we don't know what he's doing, you know, but while he was very much uh, engaged in this activity, I told the, the cameraman, I was like, just stand up, put your tripod up. He's got his head in that hole and get set, start filming. And when we can, I'll take a shot. And he was able to do that. Bear had no idea we were there. 
and us being patient and not rubbernecking and trying to look over the hill to, uh, you know, look at him when we shouldn't have, where he would have seen us, you know, now that we let him get up on his own accord and he was doing what he wanted to do, he didn't know we were there. That is amazing. All right, Mr. Mike Stroff, he is the host of Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Now, dude, uh, coming up to a break, upcoming episodes, new hunts you're going to be going on. Kind of give us the rundown, what we can look forward to following Mike Stroff and Savage Outdoors. Well, as far as watching this year for the rest of 2018, we've got some great hunts. 2017 filming year was our one of our best years, so we've got some good stuff coming. I mean, I hope everybody will follow us on the Sportsman Channel. And then with our new show, The One, over on Outdoor Channel, um, it's also uh, it's got some great content coming. It's kind of a new age type of show that we're doing there, a little different uh, storyline. Uh, but I would I would uh, tell people to watch and keep up with what we're doing there on Sunday mornings too. You bet. Hey, that was Mike Stroff, and of course he has Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Tuesdays at ten o'clock Eastern Time. Now, Mister Mike, before we get to a break, man, where can we find you online? So SavageOutdoors.tv. You bet. Hey, that was old Mike Stroff with uh, Savage Outdoors. Coming up next is Jerry Courtney, Vice President of Marketing for Ranch Hand. That's right. He's going to be talking about their awesome truck accessories. Uh, This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, we were just joined uh, by Mr. Mike Straw for a fabulous two-part interview uh, from Savage Outdoors on Sportsman Channel Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Got to get to a break. Mr. Mike, man, this has been so awesome having you on. God bless you and safe travels, buddy. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Jerry Courtney. Um, at a minimum, we would say you probably need to at least get a grill guard on that thing um, because whether you're driving in traffic and you need a little extra protection from uh, someone stopping short in front of you or whether you live a little ways out um, and you got various critters you need to take care of it with, um, having um, at least a grill guard on the front end of your truck uh, or your SUV is going to help you out pretty significantly. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Always one click away from connecting with the show. Point your browser to JimandTrav.com for show archives, buy or bust, Jim's blog, Trav's take, Mrs. Bunny, and tips and tactics from our family of hunting and fishing professionals. JimandTrav.com. Constantly updated. Always cutting edge. Check us out now and stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Spring bear hunting is on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh, yes. Nice. I like that. Jerry Courtney, from Ranch Hand. Now, here's Mr. Jerry Courtney, VP of Marketing for Ranch Hand. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings, Decked, Cabela's Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. Here are the boys. 
Hey, we're back. We're talking spring bear hunting on this week's show. Before the break, we had Mike Stroff on with Savage Outdoors. That's right. He did a fabulous doubleheader with us, uh, and he covered different styles of hunting bear plus different methods of uh, harvesting them, like uh, black powder, bow, rifle, Buick. <laughs> Take them out with a Buick. Uh, buckle up if you do that. Uh, we're just now being joined by Mr. Jerry Courtney, though. He is the vice president of uh, marketing for Ranch Hand. Plus, he's a good friend. Mr. Jerry, how's it going, man? It's going good. How y'all doing today? We're doing pretty good. Now, you don't make a grill guard for a Buick, do you? <laughs> well, you know, I wish we would have because my, my first car I had was a 1979 Buick Regal, and I actually did hit a deer with it. Did you really? Um, yeah, so maybe there was there's a need there that we're, we're missing out on. Yeah, it's a niche market. That's I was going to say, it's a small market, but it's going to be handy someday. Yeah, but you know, sure enough. right now, you know, there's a lot of executives that are listening to the show. They are buying Ford 150s, 250s, even 350s because they got a little garden plot somewhere and uh, they want to have a nice vehicle. They want to keep it nice. In order to do that, you got to protect that thing, don't you? Yes, you do. Um, at a minimum, we would say you probably need to at least get a grill guard on that thing. Um, because whether you're talking um, urban, suburban, even rural, you know, whether you're driving in traffic and you need a little extra protection from uh, someone stopping short in front of you, or whether you live a little ways out um, and you got various critters you need to take care of it with, um, having um, at least a grill guard on the front end of your truck uh, or your SUV is going to help you out pretty significantly. That's right. That man you're listening to is Mr. Jerry Courtney, the VP of Marketing uh, there at Ranch Hand. Now, you guys actually make products, uh, Mr. Jerry, as you know, for Chevrolet, Ford, Ram, Jeep, Toyota, and GMC, and you have grill guards, front bumpers, back bumpers, and running steps. But kind of what Jimbo's alluding to is that everyone kind of owns a truck that listens to the show here. But everyone has a different lifestyle and a different need. Um, probably like your your legend grill guard is one of the most iconic grill guards uh, there is in America. When you think of a grill guard, you think of a ranch hand legend grill guard, which I just recently installed on my F one fifty. Awesome product, Took love about it a so much. Hour. But you guys make specific products to meet different people's needs, whether you're a um, kind of a, a city man, a country man, a rancher, an off roader. You guys have something for every application there at Ranch Inn, right? That is true. Um, you know, the original <clears throat> application, when you look back in the history of um, replacement bumpers and, you know, Ranch Inn, we've been making them since 1986. Um, you know, the original usage in the application was our Legend Series bumper, which has the Schedule 40 pipe um, as the base for it. Yeah. Um, and the, the original application was for ranchers. That's where the name came from. Um, it's why they actually call bumpers that look like ours the ranch-style bumpers, uh, because when you were out on the ranch, whether you needed to bump a gate open, whether you needed to move some cattle along, um, we could do that. The other thing with the um, Legend Front bumpers um, is that it has a two-inch receiver hitch in the front, mm. um, which becomes very handy for, you know, everything from deer feeders to bike racks to cargo carriers. Um, also, some guys use it as a place, you know, for uh, mounting a winch, you know, pulling themselves out of problems. But, you know, the, that, that original intention of that, that legend front bumper was very much a functional piece um, for folks who had some hard work in front of them. That said, 
we don't mind the fellows that just like to look tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to tell you this. Timing is of the essence for most folks, and it's true for Travis. When he got his oh, the, ranch hand. The day I got it, I hit a damn pheasant. And he said, why didn't I put this on before we left? Oh, crack the grill and the beauty ring around the headlight, man. You know, seriously, how just ironic is that? That I mean, it's sitting there in my shop ready to put on my, my beautiful uh, legend ranch hand grill guard. And I freaking mess up the front end of my truck, man. <laughs> And I got to say, you did a great job on the install. Um, <laughs> not not just to plug your stuff, um, but the, the article y'all did, um, you did a great job on the install. And like I said, I think I told Trav, uh, his wife takes beautiful pictures. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it's interesting, too, because one of the things uh, when it comes to the different products that we have, um, you know, the loops around the light, the headlights, um, a lot of times people don't necessarily think that's, requirement and you know a lot of times a lot of guys like a bullnose look yeah um, versus the grill guard look but i will tell you the price of headlights these days oh um whether that's a little rock um or whether that's a large plot of mud if you're out mudding um whether you're trying to get to your favorite spot for fishing or hunting um having some protection with headlight loops um is a huge huge important thing um, these days. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jerry Courtney. He's the Vice President of Marketing and he's a top hand at Ranch Hand. Uh, now, Mr. Jerry, one more time to find you guys online to follow what you're doing to enter this awesome contest where we can win a product from Ranch Hand. Where can we find you online, man? RanchHand.com is our website. Feel free to send us an email at info at RanchHand.com. You can find us on Facebook at Ranch Hand Truck Accessories and you can find us at Instagram at Ranch Hand Truck. Uh, love it when people share their pictures. Um, people share their pictures, and uh, every month we have the users of our website pick a winner, um, and they will get themselves a ranch hand cap and a ranch hand T-shirt as well. Jimbo even has some ranch hand skibbies. Yes. Had him bro- now, he made that himself, Jerry. <laughs> Built-in skid marks. <laughs> it gives you front-end protection is what it does. <laughs> All right, so we also want to encourage people, hop on JimandTrav.com right on the homepage, uh, click on the ranch hand article, rate this, tell us what you think. If you are a ranch hand customer already, please share with us your experiences, your photos, hop on our Facebook as well, and Ranch Hands. We encourage you uh, to go to them and, and tell them what you think of the products and how well you like them. All right, we do have to get to a break. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings, Decked Cabela's, Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. Again, we're talking with Mr. Jerry Courtney, the Vice President of Marketing uh, for Ranch Hand. Mr. Jerry, man, you were so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for coming on. I look forward to engaging with your your uh, listeners on the website again as well. I think you got a great group of listeners here. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, Reddit, whatever social media platform you prefer, you can connect with the revolution. And if you like to kick it old school, just punch up JimandTrav.com on the World Wide Web. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue after these important messages. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. Introduce 
Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV, the all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable Ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the You're just in time for the exciting conclusion. The revolution with Jim and Trav comes to a close this week. Can we go now? Stay in touch with the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. You know, I absolutely love spring bear hunting, and this was a great show talking about spring bear hunting. That's right. So much fun with Nicole Reeve, driven with Pat and Nicole. Mike Stroff, that was an awesome two-parter, Savage Outdoors. Well, Jerry Courtney telling us how we can accessorize our hunting buggies with some uh, ranch hand accessories. Mrs. Bunny, you were yeah, you were fair. No, you were good, too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, hey, we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations Woo! for advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, funds your producer, Mark and Frank the Sound Guy. You know what, though? Thank you, boys and girls, for listening to us every single week and for getting out there and buying ammunition, buying firearms, buying tags, because all that money goes, well, a good portion of it, uh, to conservation. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So get out there and keep doing it and take some kids outdoors this weekend with you and just spend some time. And w- whether it's fishing, turkey maybe hunting, turkey hunting, doing a little plinking, just spend time with your kiddos or someone else's kiddos. Cook some marshmallows. Take Jimbo with you. Yes, I need help. <laughs> but get outdoors and get some fresh air this weekend. Miss Bunny, last word. See you later, guys. See you later. All right, we will return next week. Peace out. God bless you again. Thank you for listening. USA, we rule!